What is up, guys? My name is KJ, short for Khalil Jones, and this is Why Theology. I have with me another special guest. Can you please introduce yourself? Tyrone Gooseberry. All right. Now, who are you? Like, what's some things, a couple things about you, and let us know. Well, I'm quiet. I'm pretty much a chill guy. I like sports. I like football, basketball. This may hurt you in the inside, but what's your favorite football team? The Washington football team. All right. What's your kind of opinion about them this year? They're more competitive than what they have been in the past, but still, they still do the things that they did back with the previous era when they had the, you know, Jay Gruden and, uh, and the bad front office. They still tend to make those little silly mistakes that we, you know, get some a lot of people nervous. But they're very competitive this year, so I'm proud of them. They're growing. Yeah, I like y'all defense. If y'all can just go ahead and trade Chase Young to us, we'll be out. No, I ain't gonna happen. <laughs> you crazy. Y'all, man, what's your favorite basketball team? You like basketball? Miami Heat. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. I'm so sorry, man, about the finals, man. It's okay, though, man. It was yeah, man. 4-2, it's okay, though. Jimmy Butler's putting muggets up, though. Yeah, it's all right, man. We're going we gonna to get him next season. Yeah, I've been hearing talks about maybe Giannis coming over to help y'all out. Yeah, it's over if he comes. It's going to be kind of dangerous, though, man. So where, where did you go to school? I know you graduated already, but. Yeah, I just graduated from the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff in May. So you are probably black. That's what the school stands for. Yeah, I'm black. <laughs> Not you talking about the school, man, UAPB. Uh, you are probably yeah, black. Yeah, that's a historical <laughs> black college. You go down yourself, so what you talking about? You know this. <laughs> All right. What did you major in, man, when you were there? Criminal justice. Criminal justice. What made you major in that? It was just a very interesting field. You know, the world revolves around law. So. All right. Do you want to be a lawyer or what you want to do in the future as far as goals and stuff? Anything, you know, security is very interesting. You know, I like something that's professional. Yeah, we even work a job to get a security job. So. You know, some professional security would be something that's nice, but overall, long term, where I want to be an attorney, I want to go to law school. All right. So what makes you kind of like, um, I guess, kind of what I just asked you already previously about what made you want to major in criminal justice, like as far as like your purpose in life to be a, a lawyer or attorney, what kind of has you to do that? Well, I just feel it's interesting. I feel like I'm very knowledgeable and I fit the mold of somebody who can go in and and be a successful attorney and be well respected. You guys are gonna go after something that's, you know, gonna be really good for you, you know, in terms of people knowing you, you know, you're professional, you're knowledgeable, and you know, just I feel like I had those traits that'll fit that type of career. All right, all right. So what's like your opinion, I guess when we live in a dangerous city, for people who don't know we live in Palm Bluff, Arkansas. So this is definitely the hood. And so I'm from Little Rock, so I'm kind of used to this kind of, I'm not used to, I'm used to it a little bit, but not, anyway, Pamba bad, and so I'm pretty sure, like, you see, like, the crime rate is terrible here, but, like, what's your opinion, like, overall, I guess, if we live in the United States, about the crime rate in the United States and about the justice system right now in the world? You know, the crime rate is pretty high, and it's been that way for a long, a long time because of uh, various reasons. You know, they've had a lack of resources to be able to deal with those type of issues. And then the way the justice system has been toward the black people and white people is different. It's not fair. White people get away with a lot of things and black people get held accountable for those things. So, you know, in terms of that, a lot of that stuff is systemic and it's been going on for a long time. And a lot has been said about getting things done about that. But like when it's been going on for such a long time, you have so much you have to recover from. And you have to be able to have a base to start from. And we don't really have that. We don't know how to go about solving those issues 
you know, with all these rioting and protesting. It's okay when you protest, you got a First Amendment right to do that. But when you riot, people want to go and loot and burn down business and all that <laughs> crazy stuff. But yeah, man. It's crazy, man. You want to know about what I think about the crime rate in this city? I guess, yeah. You can tell about you that know, too, man. Man. It's just out of control, man. You know, we as people can express our frustrations about it, but we can't do anything unless the people who leave the city step up and really listen and try to get something done about it. So, you know, it's just, Pine Bluff has a, a murder every other week. Yeah, I remember so, not too long ago we had, what, was it like five murders in one day or four? It was a mass shooting, like, I think about maybe about two weeks, two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, they was drag racing and then uh, they went to a, a a service station or something like that. And they had, uh, somebody got shot. A couple people got shot. So, you know, that's just what it is in Pine Bluff, man. And they killed a police officer not too long ago as well, yeah. man. I mean, it's just yeah, terrible right now. Yeah. It's real bad. It really is. So, um, would you feel like, you know, maybe by becoming an attorney in the future, that, like, you would kind of defend the black, you know, the African-American community, like, how to do better? With me, you know, we, I'm leaning, I want to be a defense attorney, but if I'm a prosecuting attorney, either way, either profession, I'm bringing, you know. You know, like, in terms of being an attorney, you have to be able to, really set the tone, especially once the defense attorney has to let them know about their rights to defend it. They have rights, constitutional rights. You have to make sure those rights don't get violated. Mm -hmm. And once the prosecuting attorney, you have to uphold the law. Making sure that those people who are accused of crime are held accountable and making sure that you bring the facts. Are you a facts man? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. No, but... <laughs> That's important, man. Facts are important. You lied, man. You lied. All right, so here's a fact. Yesterday, for the first time in United States history, a woman, not only a woman, a black woman, is now in the office. We have the first black woman as vice president. I don't know how to say it first time, I'm butcher it. How do you say the first name? Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. I'm going to go with you, Kamala Harris. Yeah. What's your opinion about that? It's kind of a history kind of thing right here. I'm very intrigued by that because, you know, that is history, and I, I am, I'm a firm believer in girl power. There's a lot of females that's out there that's intelligent who can really make a difference. But, you know, people tend to overlook that and, you know, and, and go with manpower. And ain't nothing wrong with that, but then again, you have to be willing to give other people opportunity. And I think she, she's been a senator. She's a senator, senator. So she has knowledge. She's very knowledgeable, and I think she will be a very good vice president. Hmm. But she's fair. You know, she carries her heart on her shoulders, so... You know, she won't be the type of person that's going to, you know, do things that's going to affect us in a negative way. So, I really do have faith in her, and I'm glad that she was chosen as the first vice president. And I think that that's going to set the barrier to go forward. Yeah, it definitely, like, breaks a lot of barriers because now, like, she's a person of color. But, like, you know, she represents, like, the minority because, you know, for so long, you know, kind of what it's been looking like. So, like, would you be, you kind of say, I'm, from what it sounds like, kind of for both genders, like both women and guys, yeah. would you be for like a woman being a president in the future, or how would you feel about it? I would have no problem with that. You know, when Hillary Clinton ran in 2016, I was hoping she beat Trump. She did beat Trump, <laughs> but she just let the, she she lost the electoral vote, electoral college. So you know, well than that, you know, I, I'm not all for that. It should have happened in 2016. We shouldn't have to have to go through this with, you know, President Trump. <laughs> He's getting ousted out the White House as we speak. You know, he'll be gone in January. So, you know, I'm all for uh, woman power, like I said. Yeah. Since you, you, 
Since you said Trump, how do you feel about the election this year? Because it's been a crazy election. You know, the election day was Tuesday, and it took about a week to we yeah. realize who the so president was. It was supposed to be an election day, but it was election week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they should make it a holiday. Man. To be honest with you, man, because people, instead of having to leave our jobs and go vote, man, just give us the damn day off. <laughs> you funny, man. So what's, like, your opinion on, like, you know, Biden? Like, I like Biden, you know. He wasn't originally the person who I hoped was going to win a Democratic ticket. I was hoping Bernie Sanders would. But Biden is a Democrat, and I did, you know, have faith in him if uh, Bernie Sanders didn't win a ticket, which he did. But, uh, so I really you didn't vote for Kanye? Of course I wouldn't vote for Kanye. <laughs> I love Kanye West's music, but, man, he's just not He's not there in the head <laughs> to be a president of the United States, man. I got you, man. I got yeah, you. He's not, but uh, I do believe in Joe Biden. I like the plan that he set forth, and I think he is going to follow through on that plan. He's going to be, you know, he's going to lead by example like President Trump couldn't do. <laughs> he's going to get us out of this pandemic, man. He's going he gonna to take the right step. Science, like I told you, science is important. And these, these type of situations, you have to look at science. I hope you're right, man, because I've been tired of wearing these masks, man. I've been I am too, suffocating man. out here in these streets, man. Pushing that product. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy, man. So you 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 already kind of mentioned that, but you think he'll probably do a better job I think than Trump will. has in the last four years. He'll be a real leader. Trump wasn't a leader. He divided everybody. Yeah, I ain't gonna try to get too much into that because it's the world crazy about Trump, man. You the white supremacist stuff. And I'm all. gonna type my own opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. But when we get back, we're gonna talk about should all people believe in Christianity? But before we do, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> All right, guys, and we're back again. This is Why Theology. My name is KJ, and I have with me Tyrone. Now, Tyrone, don't you have a podcast? Yes, I do have a podcast called The Lone Wolf Podcast. All right, and what was, like, your goal and purpose behind making that podcast? Really, it was to give my insight on real-world topics. You know, I might talk about what's going on in the world, or I might just talk about what's going on exactly in the city that I live in. I talk about sports on occasion. Yeah, it's kind of a down year for you, but it's okay, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's okay, man. I actually listened to one of your podcast episodes. I think it was about bullying. It's a pretty good episode. So you guys go check that out. What's your name? What's your podcast name again? The Lone Wolf Podcast. Lone Wolf. Now, what um, platforms are you on? Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast. You can get it on Stitcher. I never heard of that. What is it? That's a podcast website. What you have to do is okay. put Stitcher in, you know. And you go on there and you, you put, the, put, my, put the Lone Wolf podcast in the search engine and it'll pop up. When you see the podcast, it's going to have a wolf <laughs> and a, a microphone and a, the background going to be orange. All so right, it right. won't be hard to find. All right. So you know you promote yourself on a podcast. You're going to have to pay me about $15. That's okay. You got cash <laughs> out, right? If you don't got it, I'll make it for you. Don't worry about it. We'll talk <laughs> about it in this episode. But All right. All right, guys. We're back, though, man. Today, I convinced Ty to talk about this subject, Should All People Believe in Christianity? Now, Ty, I know your real name is Tyrone, so I probably should call you Ty, so they can know who you are. Tyrone, when I say the words Christian, Christian or Christianity, what comes to mind? The religion. The religion, all right. Why you say that? Well, Christianity in the, is in the Bible, and that's a way of life for certain people. You know, Christians believe in uh, helping each other, loving each other, you know, just 
pretty much doing the right thing. They're not perfect, but it's really just a lifestyle. How you live. All right. So would you say you're a Christian or no? I have certain, let's see, certain um ways to me that are somewhat Christian-like, but I wouldn't say I'm a Christian. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. What um, what has been like your experience like with Christians, like you know the people who claim to be Christians, or like with Christianity in general, like when you you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my experience is where I've been around certain people who I was in a store one time and I was about to buy me some water, and this lady she put a twenty dollar bill on top of the water. I'm like, oh, you don't have to do it, and I kept on. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. I'm gonna get my sister. Like she she ran out of the store. I'm like, well, yeah, but like I. I bought the water with the money she gave me. So Christians, real Christians, they really are about helping people and doing the right thing. They're not perfect, but their heart is in the right place. Now, when you say real Christians, what do you mean? Because, like, nowadays... You know, people, <laughs> when you say that, you know, I'm just saying, people will say, you know, they're Christians and be out there doing stuff that contradicts what Christians do. Uh-oh. Not nobody is perfect, but, you know, if you're a Christian... You can't be out there calling people out the name B I T C H, you know, out there stabbing people and robbing people just to be doing, you know, just all kind of outlandish stuff. Yeah. Would you would you say like um, even with that, like would you say like even we, we live in Arkansas, like do you see a lot of that today, like in our society, like people they say they believe in God or Christianity, and like this the very thing you just said, you actually see that as a reality. Yeah, I've seen that. I've been around people, you know. They say they don't, they're Christians, they don't believe in doing this, but they out there doing things that contradict being a Christian. Like, <laughs> doing stuff with men and stuff, cheating and lying and, you know, just all kind of stuff that you wouldn't think that Christians would do. I got you, man. Since knowing me, would you say, like, that I would be one of those true Christians or like the, <laughs> the fake Christians? Uh, you, you're pretty good, man. You know, you're silly, but, <laughs> you know, you're pretty good, man. I can tell you, you know, you got a good heart and get shoulder on Hey. Nah, I'm playing, man. But okay, man. Here's a pretty good question. Um, what would it take, I guess, like for you personally, or like even for people that's you know would say they're not Christians? Like, what would it take for like you to be, even, I guess, be intrigued by this this message that Christians proclaim? If it makes sense. The first thing I look at is the behavior, like how they live, kind of yeah, the lifestyle. How you, how you live their life, you know. I try not to judge, no. I, I, hold, I hold myself to a high standard within you, you know. I know I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. You know, one thing about me is I was never trying to be a Christian if I knew I couldn't live up to that. Yeah. You know? I'm just, be, you know, I'm like, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to do certain things. But, you know, I, I do believe in God, you know. You know, I know I'm here for a reason. Everybody's here for a reason. Like I was telling you that time about people when they were born, they weren't supposed to be, you know, out doing crazy stuff. Everybody was born to don't do good things. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes mind, it don't turn out that way. Yeah. Do you mind talking about that real quick? So like you would say, um, you believe in God. Yeah. You also believe in science. You believe like you're a facts yeah. guy. You're a pretty sharp guy. So I've been knowing you. It's been like about two months now. And so um, would you 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 definitely would say though that like you believe in God, but you believe that people, when they're born, they're not born like evil, but they're born like with an ability to like do good in a sense. Yeah. I mean. Even though, you know, in criminal justice, I uh, was told, you know, that, like, biologically, when a child is born, like, their parent, their father could have been a murderer or something like that. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to turn out that way, but, like, as they get older, depending on what they're subjected to, 
it can happen that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say, you know, you have to look at it that way. So, like, I'm going to use this as an example, then I ask you the question. So, like, even, like, today, the city we live in is kind of a bad city. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's you have the good parts and the bad parts. I'm pretty sure like that. It's like a lot of, it's like that in a lot of cities I met. Good parts and bad parts. But majority of Palm Bluff, people would say, like, it's the hood and bad. Mm-hmm. So, like, many kids today, high school right now, even in our school, you graduated. But, like, you see how, like, this mentality, you know, drugs, sex, money. The parents, like, they have that mentality. It's like the kids that's born now in this generation, even in Palm Bluff, Arkansas, they have that mentality. Would you say, like, kids, because they're born good, from your opinion, like, they're kind of like a product of their environment. Like, if they, their parents are behaving like a certain type of, you know what I'm saying? Their kids kind of turn out the same way. Like, if I, my, my, my mother was a murderer, or my father was, I would kind of follow my footsteps. And, you know what I'm saying? What would you say? You mean you were born and it happened? They became a murderer? So, like, just the environment, like, part of our environment, what would you say about that? I guess you could say that, you know, if you're a child, you know, you're around your parents and you're seeing them do a whole lot of things that you shouldn't be subjected to as a child at the young age, you know, as children, us being young, we're going to do what we see other people do. We don't know any better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We see our parents curse and say something, everybody else curse and saying some type of word at school, we going to say it ourselves because you know, everybody else doing it. Yeah. So, you know, it, it really makes sense for it to be that way. Now, um, earlier you mentioned something about, like, you probably wouldn't want to become a Christian fully because of, like, you know, the standard that's kind of set in Christianity. So, like, earlier you also mentioned how, like, you know, it implies, you said, like, there's such a thing as a real Christian. It implies that that's probably something something that's false Christianity, right? Right. So, like, from your opinion, what would you say, like, the difference is between real Christianity and, like, false Christianity? Well, real Christianity, like I said, back to behavior. You really are this, you know, the, the values that a Christian has are really enshrined inside of you. You know, you know, somebody who's fake, they just go around saying this and saying that, but they do something else. Like I said, like, I don't really, you know, say, for instance, this person, they're a Christian, a real Christian. They're always trying to help somebody. They actually have somebody's doing, you know. They will, they will do things that are wrong, but still in the same time. Their heart is in the right place. They not. They don't have malicious intentions or anything. Yeah. On the other side, this person is a false Christian. You know, saying, "Oh, I, I wouldn't want to do this person like that." But then again, you got this friend going behind their back and talking about them, and you stealing money from them. <laughs> you, uh, you know, you breaking into people's cars. You say that, you know, it's it's wrong to take things from other people because you don't know how much they got, but you out there doing it yourself. You're <laughs> supposed to be a Christian. Yeah. So it sounds like from like from where you're coming from, it sounds like from your own personal experience, you kind of have seen the people that's kind of proclaimed the truth and lived it out. Yeah. They seem to kind of have like an unconditional love kind of like lifestyle. But like on the flip side, the people that's false, they have they're kind of like conditional. And only that, they're not living up to what they're teaching in a sense almost. Would you agree kind of? Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. let me say this though. It's been like, I know you know about this type of stuff, like these pastors, you know, they up there preaching the word and all that stuff. If you're doing that, man, you you got to live a certain life to, you know, make people want to believe. You can't be a preacher out there and you out there doing stuff with little child, children and stuff like that. I know you didn't heard about this type of stuff, so that's, this is the perfect example. These hypocrites, man. You lie, man. Man, that's tough. So, um, 
I won't try to take up all your time, man. Cause I know you're busy, guy, man. Long, long range. <laughs> Watch the football team and Miami Heat, man. It's okay, though. It's okay, okay, man. But I ain't gonna try to take all your time, but man. But um, earlier you say you believe in God, and so I was wondering, you know, when you think of like God, what comes to mind? Like, how would you describe like who God is? He is the the foreseer of the whole world. Okay. He watches over everything that I do. He watches over this whole world. He's the reason why I wake up every morning. Everybody. He's the reason why everybody wakes up every morning. Regardless if they want to believe it or not. All right. That's pretty good, man. We're going to come back right back to this. I just got a quick question. So, like, um, you say you believe in God, but you say you're not a Christian. So, like, what would you kind of believe in personally? For like, somebody that's not listening and kind of have the same mindset as you. Like, what would you say? I mean, who is a person? Who? No, I so said, like, you say you believe in God, but you say you're also not a Christian. So I say, like, if there's somebody out there that's like you, what would you tell them that you believe in personally? I mean, I don't believe you have to be a Christian to have to believe in God. You know, God is God, you know. I just, I'm a Baptist. So you are a Christian? <laughs> not, not, no, no. I'm a, a Baptist, you know, I do believe in God, which is Christian, that's not... This is not me. I have some values of a Christian, but yeah. I'm not a Christian. You know that, makes that makes sense. Like I'm saying, I believe that whoever what they want to believe in, believe in what you want to believe in. But just watch how you uh, let it off with other people, because people tend to get offended by certain things some people say. Hmm. You know, people just people got their own kind of religious beliefs, man. Some stuff crazy, but I think nothing's wrong with, with being a Christian. You know, I'm just. Not one myself. I got you, man. Like, um, was there ever a point in time would you say like you were a Christian in the past, but like you know maybe something happened like in the, in the church or like maybe like you talked about the hypocrisy that you've seen in the world. Has there ever been a point in time like you were a Christian or? No. I got you. Was it anything that led you away from Christianity? Kind of like you know saying that no, nah, I can't get down with that. You know, to be honest with you, man. The way Christians seem to perceive life is perfect, you know. Everything is perfect, you know. I do things this way, that way, that way. This is the way you're supposed to do it, you know. They lead the way for other people. And since they do, but I'm like, ain't nobody perfect, you know. It's just some people, the way uh, Christians would handle a situation, other people wouldn't, you know. Yeah, are you um, lying? Like, you know, picking up money and giving them to the uh, person who will belong to or something. Not everybody would do that's the right thing to do. I'm just saying. You put it in your pocket. Yeah. I probably wouldn't do that. I probably wouldn't. That's good, man. That's good. Uh, yeah, like like if somebody were to get in somebody's face, you know, a Christian would probably walk away and not say nothing like, Well, I understand you're having a bad day. God bless you. But another person who's not a Christian would be like, uh, you probably know, say such, yeah, 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 you better get the out of my back. You know, you know. But yeah. That's how it is real, huh? Yeah. All right. That's a pretty good question. So, like, we were talking about God earlier. You said that basically the word, I'm pretty sure you know what this means. Basically means, like, uh, omniscient, like, all-knowing. Like, you say it foresees everything that happens in the world. Like, when you say God, would you say God is a person who is, like, all-knowing? He can see everything at all times? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure you know what the word infinite means, right? Infinite. Yeah. Like, if I say, like, me and you are, like, finite, but, like, when we say God is infinite, what's the difference? Is it like a higher power? Yes. Okay. 
All right. Some people say like in Christianity, like um, I don't know if you don't think about caves, but like caves can get pretty big, right? And so like people say like the God of the Bible, like if you tried to put him and fit him inside a cave, mm -hmm. like his presence wouldn't fit because God is infinite. Like he's not confined to like space and time. Like he's infinite. Like where, who, where can you go that can contain God? He's everywhere at all times. He's also all knowing. And so like one thing that separates like um. The other religions in the world versus like Christianity is like, have you ever heard this word called a Trinity? Trinity. Trinity. Yeah, I've heard the word. Yeah. Before. What's kind of like your opinion about that? Have you, like, what's your, how would you define that word if you? Like three? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you know anything else by any chance about it? Not really. Have you heard somebody say the Father, the Son, and the what? The Father, Son, Holy Spirit? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, like, Today, there's this kind of thing called modalism. It's kind of a big word, big fancy word, but it basically means like, this is not the truest, it's not what the Bible teaches, but I kind of give it to you out there so you kind of know, because I'm pretty sure you probably heard this growing up. You know how like water, it can be like three things, three substances at the same, you, let me explain it first. So water, it can be like liquid, right? That's right. common sense. It also can be like a solid with ice when if it freezes, but water gets hot, it turns into a gas, right? right? So you have water, which is like one substance or whatever, but it has three different forms, and so, some people in Christianity, they would say, like, God, he was first the Father, and he changed forms to the Son, and then the Son went to heaven, and then came back down as the Holy Spirit. But in the Bible, the Bible don't teach that. It teaches that God is one essence, but he chooses to reveal himself in three different persons. That sounds real crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. But think about this. If you're a God, can't you do whatever you want to? Yeah. It makes sense, right? If he's infinite, he's, would you say that God's all-powerful? So, I mean, if you're infinite, all-powerful, you have all knowledge, you probably could do whatever you want to, right? So yeah. something like being one essence, but like revealing yourself in three persons, it's probably not too hard for God, right? Yeah. It just makes sense, all right? So like in Christianity, that separates us, like, and that's the number one thing that separates us from like a lot of religions. So like when we say God, we worship and praise one God, but this one God, he chooses to reveal himself to Christians and the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so... Something that can be noticed in his word is like the Father, he's not the Son. The Son is not the Father, and the Holy Spirit is not the Son of the Father. Mm -hmm. But all three of these persons make up God. When we pray to God, we pray to all three, but we worship one God. That makes sense. All right. Sense. So, like, um, I'm pretty sure you know this. Do you know what the word immutable means? Mutable. Yeah. Yeah, can you stop? Or like changing, kind of. Yeah, so like a baby from the age of one and the age of 50. Like what's something like what's the difference you would see with a baby, and then as time progresses, uh, someone that's age fifty. Their mind gonna change their body. That's the biggest thing you said. Their body, right? What happens to the body from like infancy to like age fifty? It gets it ages. You know, it gets the heart. The heart changes. <laughs> everything changes, right? Yeah, everything in the body changes inside yeah. the body. I mean, like, you know, people get gray hair, you know, hair fall out. Uh, you know, hopefully it don't happen to me. I'm already bald-headed enough. But it's, it's going to be okay. Though. We're, we're making it right. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, like, at, at one point in time, everybody on earth is going to eventually what? Die. Die, right? Because yeah. you can't outrun time, right? Right. But, like, when we say, speak of God and Christianity, it's a big fancy word. It basically means immutable. And so if you're immutable, that means you're always changing. Or that, like, you know, you grow up to change, right? But, like, if you're immutable, that means probably what? You never, never changes, never right? Yeah. So, like, I'm pretty sure you had friends growing up that kind of switch up on you and yeah. change up on you. 
But in Christianity, the Bible says that God is immutable. That basically he never changes. He always remains the same. He doesn't grow old. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't thirst. He doesn't hunger. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't bleed. He can't die. And so, kind of some big fancy words so far. We say that God is infinite. God is triune. That basically the Trinity where I taught you about. God is all-powerful. And we say that God is all-knowing. So, like, this kind of separates the God of the Bible from, like, you know, other religions in the world. Um, something that's also very important. Do you know the word um, self-existent means? I mean, if it exists, it's there. So, so uh, self-existent. Exist itself. Is there itself? Hey, don't talk about time. Hey, he spit them down, y'all. Like always, my cash up name is PAY1515, y'all. <laughs> but basically, it's the right answer, right? You say it's, it's this itself, right? And so, like, have you ever heard, like, you probably, I'm pretty sure you know this, like, in Christianity, there's a lot of people that be like, you know, God needs you to do this, and God needs you to do that, yeah. and God wants this for you. Like, if you don't do this, God gonna cry for you. But, like, true Christians and, like, people that actually read their Bibles, the Bible says that, like, God don't need humans because he's always been self existent. Like, for example, like a baby. Without parents and, like, somebody nurturing that baby and taking care of the baby, what would happen to a baby? Probably die, right? Yep. But, like, with God, who can take care of God? Nobody, right? God is self-existent. He's always been glorious or, like, existed without the need of angels, heaven, anything. Like, he's always been here, right? And so some people say, like, he's the uncaused creator. And so it's kind of big fancy words. But you follow me so far? Yeah, I follow me. We in there, Ty. We in there. All right, last thing. Would you say that all these things, when I say God, when I speak of, like, the Christian God, this is kind of what I'm talking about. But lastly, God is also, like, he is sovereign and he's a creator. You know what the word sovereign means? I heard that word before. Think about, like, for, for example, like a king. A king may be sovereign over a land. High. High or apart, like, power. in control. Okay. Yeah, so, like, God in the Bible, he governs, like, all things in, like, the world. So, like... Nothing happened by coincidence, for example, like because God is in control. Mm -hmm. At any moment in time, he can intervene or like stop something if he wants to because he's all powerful, right? right? It only makes sense, right? Like if you created everything in the world, you probably have power to stop what you want to, right? That's what I mean, like God is sovereign. He has a power to allow or not allow. Okay. Makes sense, right? And so not only that, he's also a creator. I mean, probably, right? So some people, like, they believe that, like, the world got here by accident. And then some people say, like, you know, God created. What kind of, what would you fall under? God created. God created. You probably won't make sense that the world got here by accident. It don't. <laughs> Why not, man? What would you? <laughs> I mean, man, everybody just dropped down from an egg and just, it don't make sense, man. It just, it just being realistic, man. You know? It makes sense, man. So how would you, so if God created, how would you say people got here? My God. <laughs> hey, it was a trick question. I was going to see how long you take it. I, like, I just gave him the answer in my head. <laughs> but you got it, man. You got it, right? So people probably created God, right? And so, like, I don't know, like, if you have an experience like any other religions, but, like, Christianity teaches that, like, God, he made all people, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, Adam and Eve, for, like, his own glory. And so, like, before God created the rest of the world, like, it was Adam and Eve, and they were in the garden of, you remember, Eve. Or Eden, I mean, oh, Lord, Garden of Eden. <laughs> and so it was Adam and Eve. Do you remember, like, the command God gave Adam by any chance? I do. Uh, 
He wanted him to do something. He got to do it with a fruit. The principal memory. Okay, so like in Genesis 1, chapter 1, like God, he created everything, right? And then chapter 2, he made man, Adam, from like the dirt of the ground. Right. And so Adam was in perfect harmony with the, like with the, you know, God. They walked together, talked together, like he had a relationship with God, right? And so like sin or like evil, you know how the world is today, like it's, you know, you talked about crime and like how the justice system is bad and it's terrible right now, right? There was once upon a time where like none of that like existed in the world. Like this one person, Adam, the human, he talked and walked with God and had a relationship, right? And so the Bible talks about God saying it's not good for man to be alone. I know you, you probably like me, you probably like, like girls, right? I'm married, so I, you know I like, <laughs> you know I like women, right? Yeah. You like women too, I'm sure, right? You, so like, it's only natural that like people kind of crave relationships, kind of, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Some people like to, <laughs> don't like to be left alone. Yeah. And so like, they kind of find comfort in relationships. Like you even got like groups on college, or like different groups and like in the world, or, like, it's like something about relationships that people love. And so God, he created all of us to be relational, not with people primarily, but like primarily with him. And so God gave Adam a helpmate. His, her name was Eve. Hey, he's spinning them down, y'all. You got cash up, bro? You know, okay, I'll make one for you after this. <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. So basically, God created both Adam and Eve for his own glory. And so Adam and Eve, they can't add to God's glory. Remember I told you how God is eternally self-existent? Yeah. He don't need people to like make him more, yeah. He's already God, right? right? What can we do to add to his glory, right? We can play a part of his glory, but we can't add to it. That makes sense. Right. Hey! Okay, so like, God, he told Adam and Eve, you can do whatever you want to in this garden, but you may not eat from what? Do you remember? A little bit, kind of fresh your mind a little bit. You can do whatever you want in the garden, but you can't eat from. This, start with a T. Tree. There you go. Hey! Because, like he said, if you do, you're surely started D, got an I in the middle, and with an E. You would die. There you go. So, like, I'm pretty sure you maybe have experienced in your family members or, like, friends or, like, look around the world. We've already lost Black Panther. Um, one of my favorite artists is Michael Jackson. <laughs> I love Michael Jackson. This year, uh, Kobe Bryant, my favorite basketball player ever, he died. I love Prince. People probably don't know that, but I love Prince. Listen to some of his music. Who don't? <laughs> Pretty, pretty cool people, like, but like all the people, names like Tupac and Biggie, and one day like you know Michael Jordan, LeBron, like everybody's gonna die, right? Yeah. So like, what happened? What God told Adam in the garden, you see that happen all around you, right? People die every day. So like, I looked online and it says like about a hundred and fifty thousand people die every day. Did you know that? Uh, that makes sense. That's crazy, right? This with this pandemic, man. It's probably worse now. Huh? And so, like, if you even dive deeper into, like, that 150,000, every three seconds, you count, somebody dies around the world. So, like, you can snap your finger, like, like this, and then three seconds, somebody else just died. Somewhere, yeah. Just dropping, right? Like, it could be, you know, starvation, getting shot, you know, whatever it is, getting burnt. Like, people die right there, right? old. <laughs> you just have to talk about old people, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mess with you, man. So, but basically, people die, right? And so, like, this death, some people say, like, where do you think death came from? You think it's like just natural, like we're meant to die, or? It's natural. It's natural, right? So like in the garden, like God didn't intend death into the world that came from Adam because God created Adam to live like forever with him in a relationship with him, both he and Eve. But when they sin, like, what do you think sin is? 
wrong, doing something that's wrong against what God would want you to do. Yes. And so God, he basically, God, he's holy. Do you know what holy means? Above. Yes. So that's part of it. But like he's um set apart and like transcendent. And so like, for example, like um something like, it may sound silly, but like something such as like lying. If God says don't do it and you lie, that's a sin. And so like, even if you like, it's lying or if you're killing somebody or so you're raping somebody, whatever it is, anything God says do and you don't do it, that's like sin. And so like God is holy, so he has to punish sin. And so like he rewards perfection, but he um, punishes like disobedience. That makes sense. You even see that with like parents today. Like if you make a grade on your test, you get rewarded. Come home with all else, what's going to happen to you? You get nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like in the same way, that's how it was with Adam and Eve in the garden. You know, Adam and Eve, if you obey me, you'd be blessed, right? You get to live forever. But if you disobey me, what's going to happen? Death, right? And so like that death is spread to all men. And so like um, the reason why you see death around you today, people dying, is because of Adam's sin. But not only that, remember I talked to you about how like people, you said people kind of born with like good in them. Yeah. So, like, what separates Christianity from, like, other religions, Christianity says that, like, people are born evil from, like, birth in their mother's womb. So, like, you're born a sinner. That's why you sin. So, like, for example, like, God, he has a few commandments. Like, don't lie, don't steal, don't commit adultery. We talked about this before in the past. Like, about looking at a guy or a girl with lust, that's adultery. And um, being angry towards somebody, that's a form of murder. And so, like, the reason why we break those commandments because like we're all sinners and so like where did sin come from it came from adam and so like think about this if adam he was in perfect relationship with god right and then he sinned and became a sinner if he has children it's only natural his children probably gonna be what to sinners right it makes sense right they wouldn't come out perfect if the, the father is a what a sinner right sinner. it makes sense right so adam he spread to all of us like damnation and condemnation which is sin right and so, like, have you been around, like, a little baby? Yeah. You got any siblings, by any chance, or? I don't have, I mean, like, in the family, not like, uh, like, my brother, he don't have no kids, and I don't have none either. All right, you gonna have some in the future, though, maybe, one day, man? Yeah. Maybe. All right, can my kids save your house in the future? No. Dang, man! <laughs> <laughs> Childish, man. But, like, I'm pretty sure you probably seen this growing up. So, like, if you ever been around a baby, and, like, let's say, like, he's, like, five months, six months, seven months, somewhere in that range, or, like, one-year-old, they have a toy in their hand. You say, can I have that toy? What are they going to do? No. They're going to snatch it away, right? Yeah. And so it seems like they have some kind of nature, like, instant inside them already that they don't get from, like, their parents. I'm not saying that, like, you know you know this already. Like, kids pick up and mimic what they see in their parents. Yeah. But, like, it's something in kids already from birth that, like, it's already, you see what I'm saying? They kind of already doing. And so, like, Christianity said, like, that's sin. And another example would be, like, well, think about this. Do you have to train your kids more on how to be good or how to be bad? How to be good. Why would you say that? That's the right answer. Why would you say that? Because when they're young, they tend to do things that's bad. <laughs> you see this probably growing up. That follows me and you too, right? Yeah. I, was, I, was, I, was, I mean, like, like I was saying, my mind, when you're young, is really not trained. I mean, like, if a child is able to be really good, I mean, that's hats off to them. But, like, when you're just young, man, especially if you ain't got nothing to do, man, you might pick up a rock and throw it at a car or something. Something right, right, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, bad, right? You know, man, just 
And like, you really just, you don't think about the long, long-term long consequences of the stuff that you be doing anyway. Yeah. Like, if I did this, if I was like 20 years old, I'd probably go to jail. <laughs> you don't think about nothing like that? Yeah. But yeah, man. I've always said, I've always, somebody, I've heard this growing up too, like, um, some people say, like, if, you know, babies or, like, kids, like, you know, young kids, like, they had the strength mm-hmm. of adults right. and they play around, they probably kill each other all the time. That's how, like, you know, that's how kids are. Yeah. But, like, you kind of said something that's kind of important. You said that, like, you have to train your kids how to be good versus how to be bad. The reason is because the Bible says, like, we're born with sin already, born in sinners. So, like, it's not that, like, you sin and become a sinner. Like, you lie and become a liar, or you like you still become a thief. That's what the world said, but the Christianity says, like, you're born a sinner at birth. That's why you sin. It sounds crazy, but... <laughs> a lot of people say a lot of different things, man. Yeah. Especially when I see these people on the, the jail outing or knew someone ain't committed this old crazy stuff. I'm like, who in the world gave birth to that child? You know what I'm saying? This a whole bunch of outlandish stuff, you know? And, you know, like you said, born sinner. Yeah. Some people just go completely outside the line. Though. Crazy, right? Like murder and yeah. chop people's heads off. And so yeah. it's crazy out there, man. So, like, um, if people are born sinners and God is holy, do you think being a sinner is a good or bad thing? Uh, say bad. Bad, right? And so, like, here's an illustration. So, like, um, if you go up to, like, your mom or your dad and slap them in the face, What's the consequence probably going to happen to you? You mean being the age I am, right? What What are we looking at? We looking at as a child or looking at as an adult? I guess you could say both. <laughs> uh, they're going to be mad. They're going to get frustrated. I'm probably going to get a whooping if I'm a child. If I'm an adult, I'm going to get charged with a battery. <laughs> and your mom might put the hands on you too, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's going to be a lot of things that's going to happen. All right, so what about um, a police officer? You go up and slap a police officer in the face oh, as, a, as, a, as a child or right now? As a child, right? Both. Uh, as a child, you know, they're going to tell my parents I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get a whooping by them. If I did it now, they're going to hit me back and I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> you might get shot, huh? Yeah, that might happen. It's crazy out here, man. It doesn't matter what color you are. I'm pretty sure you hit a, hit a cop, you might get shot. Yeah. Okay, so like, what about a king? Like, if you go up and slap a king in the face, like a king of an entire land, you just slap him in the face. He killed. <laughs> probably it's all right. Yeah. What about you go up to Joe Biden? Slap him in the face. What's the Secret Service around? What probably happened to you? I'm gonna get jumped. Probably like that. You might get executed on yeah. spot, right? Yeah. Shot. You might not even be close to the president. Probably right. Yeah, I shouldn't even be able to get close to him anyway. Yeah. So think about this. It seems like whenever we commit a crime, depending on the person, the punishment seems to be more severe and severe. Right. Like with our parents versus the president, the punishment is more severe. Yeah. But like, what about like? Remember, I talked about how God, He's triune. He's a Trinity, like triune God. He's holy, he's infinite, he has all knowledge, he's sovereign, he's all-powerful. Somebody that's li- like somebody that's like that, like God, that's what I, when I say God, that's what I mean, according to like the Bible. What do you think deserves to happen to like a sinner who commits a crime against like a holy God, who's perfect in all his ways, who's truly good, never lies, and is like perfect? What kind of punishment do you think we deserve as sinners? Forgiveness in my opinion. Forgiveness, but like if God is holy, like you, you major right now in law. Mm. Like if I'm a murderer, I shoot 15 people. The punishment I'm gonna face is probably what? You gonna get time in prison? Probably go to jail, right? Because when you commit crimes, you break the law, you deserve punishment. Punishment, right? And so like we, I know we have a lot of crooked judges in the world, mm. but like if I'm a murderer and I kill 15 people and I go to the courtroom, 
for the court day and I have a good judge in front of me, what's more likely gonna happen to me? Going to jail, right? Uh, yeah. So the Bible talks about God also being a, like a good judge. Yeah. So even though God is a forgiven, he also has to judge because people break the law. Right. So like when we sin, we break the law. So like what do you think God deserves to do to sinners who break the law? They deserve punishment. Yeah. I, look, but like we need to talk about the rehabilitation and the punishment. Yeah, yeah, both. Like, you know, I think, you know, if you're going to put somebody up in there, like, why would you put somebody into prison just to punish them? Yeah. You know, shouldn't they get try to get the benefit of the doubt, you know, let's see if we can help this person and, you know, get them to, you know, actually repent for what they did, you know, and go back out and live a productive life. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, so right? It should be, yeah. So you need, would you say like God is a fair, fair God? Yeah. So like, you, you pretty sure you probably heard a place called hell, right? Yeah. Would you say that like God probably wouldn't send somebody to hell who didn't deserve to go to hell? Does it make sense that He wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just common sense, right? Why yeah. would like even like today, like why would somebody go to jail who didn't deserve to go to jail, right? It's been it happened that way before, though. It probably has, right? Yeah. But like when you think about God, He can't make, He can't make a mistake, right? And we like the Bible says people go to hell every day. Yeah. Why do you think God would send people to hell if what you like? Kind of what would, you, what would you say to that? Why he would send people there? I mean, if they didn't commit the most unbarnable of all sins, yeah. They deserve to go there. Yeah. What about something like lying? Do they deserve to go to hell too? Or no, nah, every uh, they say uh, no, ain't no sin bigger than the other. But yeah, uh, killing somebody is bigger than stealing something. You know. And like worldly sins are like biblical sins. Hell, both. <laughs> Probably right. So like you remember how like in the garden, like Adam and Eve they only committed one sin. Right. The Bible says like God kicked them out the garden and like the devil, I'm pretty sure you read the devil, right? He committed one sin in heaven and he also got kicked out of heaven. Me and you've been sinning since birth. Like the whole world has been sinning since birth, right? Yeah. Something as well, something silly as lying or stealing or any of the Ten Commandments. Would you say God also deserves to punish people who break those laws? Because he's a good judge and a holy judge? Everybody should have to pay a consequence. I look at fairness. Yeah. You know, you gonna be fair, you know, depending on what I did, you know what I'm saying? Like, how lousy is, man. Look at the circumstances around, me. like, if you're gonna sin, if if I did it, like, because, like, you know, I had steal something, you know, because I didn't have that much money. Yeah. I, had I reached out for help, I couldn't get it up. I had to go to the store and steal some cheese, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, man, you know, I'm like, you gonna punish me for that, you know, I don't feel like this fair, you know. Yeah. You know, you know, you know but, uh, it just really depends. Well, think about this though, man. Like we have a law. I'm like the, the law right. The law system right now is kind of crooked. You know this. Like you're majoring this. So, like you know how the law is. So like, if you shoot somebody, the punishment for that is jail or like you know life. Right. If you rape somebody, the punishment for that is prison time. Right. Prison time. Or, if you break some, if you break the law, you either go to jail or you get some kind of punishment. Right. Or you get probation. Yeah. It just depends on the severity of what you did. Yes, but like when we speak of God, like He also has a law. It's the Ten Commandments, and so like I told you, like everybody since birth has been lying. Somebody like everybody's probably stolen something in their life. Everybody, there's not one person I've met that hadn't lusted after like the opposite sex for the same sex, mm -hmm. and there's not one person that hasn't like had anger in their heart towards somebody. Right. So like this, that's God's law, and if God is since God is holy and just judge, they need to also deserve to punish people who break His law too. Because that's what, the, that's what our law teaches. You break the law, you get punishment, right? Yeah. And so shouldn't God also punish sinners once they break his law? Yes. All right. We in there, Todd? I'm Mr. Witch, man. So, like, that's what the Bible teaches, that God, he does, in fact, uh, send people to hell who break that law, right?
sinners go. It's not, some people say, like, you know, God, he loves a sinner but hates his sin. But that don't make no sense because who does God throw in the hell? Sinner. Sinners, right? right. So he must hate both sinners and the sin, right? Yeah. It's because he's holy. And so holy, I told you how it's set apart. God, he's infinite. And he can't be in the presence of sin because sin is the opposite of who God is. The reason why hell is so bad is because God is there. And like God is the one that's torturing people in hell. Like he's, he's like basically making them ex experience extreme torment and anguish because they broke his law. Now that sounds real crazy, right? Somebody may lie and go to hell. Why, you know, God, why are you torturing somebody for like for eternity? Not for like 10 years or five years, but for eternity. That sounds crazy. Why would somebody believe that? That's what the Bible teaches us, right? But shouldn't you say you want God to be fair? Shouldn't there be some kind of like second chance or like, you know, God, surely God would just send somebody to hell without first providing them a way out, right? Right. Would you agree with that? It would make sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you want to hear the good news? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so like in the world, like there's like over 5,000 religions in the world. Even, you might not agree with this, but like sometimes people say like even science can be religion because you have to put your faith in science, right? Mm -hmm. It's crazy it sounds at one point in time, majority of our world believe that like the Big Bang Theory caused the world to come into existence. So people always, some people talk that in the beginning there was nothing and nothing created everything. It didn't create chaos, but it, it created order. And usually, like I told you about, I talked to you about this, if I pull out a grenade, pull the trigger out, hand it to you, what's gonna happen? It's gonna explode. Do it cause order or destruction? Destruction. So how can something like the Big Bang Theory, which is an explosion, cause order, but not destruction? I guess because it puts everything into perspective. But it doesn't make no sense though, right? Like it had to be somebody banging that big bang, right? Or some something about something behind some it. Some type of force behind yeah. it making it. Yeah. And so like God, He created. And so like, remember I told you about how that guy is? A, he's a triune God. Like it's one essence, but three persons: the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. And so the Bible says that even though uh, me and you have been sinners since birth, God He sent a Savior. 2,000 years ago to like die for sins and all sins. So like our past sins, our present sins, and future sins, the Bible says if you put your faith in a person named Jesus, you'll be saved. So like what has been like your experience with, like, with the name Jesus or like growing up? Have you heard anybody talk about Jesus or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean like uh, the reason why they're able to do a lot of things in life is hitting Jesus and different things like that. Yeah. So, like, personally, Tyrone Gooseberry, who would you say Jesus is? The son of God. Yeah. So, remember I talked to you about how, like, God is, he's, a, like, eternal, right? Which means he never dies. He lives forever, right? right? But he's also eternally self-existent. And so he also exists within three persons. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so, if the Father has lived forever, that means who else has lived forever? Son. And the Holy Spirit, right? And so when we say the Son of God, we say the eternal Son of God. So some people say that Jesus was created, but that's not the case. The Bible says that Jesus has always been here because Jesus is God. And so Jesus came down to earth as a what? Do you remember? As a man. A man. Yeah, he was born of a virgin. Right. Do you remember? Do you know why Jesus was born of a virgin? Because like Joseph didn't sleep with Mary, but like somehow somehow she got pregnant. Right. She 
Like, why do you think God uh, made Jesus, like, be born of a person that wasn't, um, like, of, of birth from, like, another person? That makes sense. I probably butchered that. Basically, Mary and Joseph didn't sleep together to get pregnant, but somehow she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says, that, like, the Holy Spirit got her pregnant. But why do you think God chose to do that and not just, like, how many you were born? Let Jesus be born the same way. Uh, he wanted to teach him. Jesus or who? Jesus. He shot to Jesus. Okay, okay. He to teach him. All right. So think about this. Remember I told you about how like the Bible says that people are born into sin. Yeah. And born so like, sinners, yeah. So like this sinful nature has been passed down, not because our you know our mother and father sinned, but because Adam sinned. Right. All right. And so like Adam, we talk about it all the time. Like you know, in the past, Trump was our president. It's so like if Trump went to like China, he represents who as a whole. The United States, right? Right. Because he's our head, he's our president. So in a garden, Adam was representing like the entire human race as a whole. And so when he sinned, the Bible says he brought death into the entire world. That's why the world is the way it is. That's why evil exists. That's why sin is here. That's why people die. Calamity, you know, whatever it is, okay. it all came, it all points back to like what happened with Adam and Eve because Adam disobeyed. But the Bible says like, one day, there was going to be like some kind of Messiah, which means Savior, that come right. 2,000 years ago. His name was Jesus. And right. so Jesus was born of a virgin, not like born of like the same flesh that me and you are because we're born sinners. But Jesus was born in the flesh, but he also was God. And so it sounds crazy, but the Bible says that Jesus was also both God and man existing in one person. And so he chose, basically what Adam failed to do, Jesus did perfectly. He never lied. He never stole he never committed adultery. He never broke any laws. He was perfect because he was God, right? How can God sin? Right. And so when Jesus went to the cross, he died a criminal's death. But I just told you he was he was perfect. So why did he die if he was perfect? He died for our sin. Basically, he right? So he gave his life a ransom for, like, all those who put their faith in Jesus. Right. So, like, it doesn't make sense to say that, like, Jesus died for the whole world because everybody not going to heaven. Jesus only died for those who put their faith in him, right? That makes sense, right? right. Everybody not going to heaven. It's not like I can be a Buddhist or uh, believe in Allah and whatever, mm -hmm. Superman, and go to heaven. Because some people say that heaven is like this wonderful place of like, you know, the tree painter would go, you got the pearly gates and the angels chirping, and that's not heaven. Heaven is simply three people, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The reason why heaven is so wonderful is because God lives there. That's what makes heaven so special because not the place, but the person. It makes sense. And so people want to go to heaven, but they don't want to be with Jesus. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes sense. And so hell is a place that's separated from God. It's not that God's not in hell because he is. That's what makes hell so bad because God is holy. He's the one that's torturing sinners, but he's they're eternally separated from like his love, kindness, mercy, and grace. They experience it their entire life, and then finally they die, and they're eternally separated from God. Makes sense. But the Bible says if you put your faith, not you, like in Tyrone, if you want, like you should, but like in general, like everyone who puts their faith in Christ, mm -hmm. they basically give up following like their simple ways, yeah. give up worshiping self, and like, because some people say like, I'm a God. They believe like personally, like they're real gods, little gods. It's kind of crazy because we can't make our heartbeats, but like people say that we're gods. We can't even create the water or the things you see around us, but like people say we're gods. But the Bible says you give, give up that mindset, Give up worshiping self, give up sin and hate it, and put your faith in Christ, that he was truly God, truly man, 
that he was the Messiah, that he's King of Kings, and he came to die and give himself, give himself up as a ransom for those who place their faith in him, they'll be saved. And so even though, Tyrone, you may be a sinner today, the moment you put your faith in Jesus, God will give you Jesus' works and he'll replace them for your sin. That makes sense. So, like, you got sin on one side, you got righteousness on one side, and perfection. And so in, in the middle is the cross. And so Jesus, he went to the cross, he represented both sin and righteousness. So, like, three years ago, when I got saved, I was viewed as a sinner to God, and God was going to send me to hell if I would have died of my sin. But the moment I repented of my sins, even now I'm not perfect. I'm not telling you to live a perfect life. That's impossible. Right. That's what God requires to get to heaven. But, man, you can't keep that, right? You already said that. Right. It's impossible. And so I wouldn't blame you for not wanting to be a Christian if that's what you were taught growing up, to be perfect. That's not what I'm teaching. I'm just saying simply believe in a person. His name is Jesus. And the moment you do, the Bible says that, like, God, even though you're a sinner, he'll give you Jesus' righteousness. So, like, so, do you think I'm doing wrong? What do you mean? By, by, by the way I look at things. Yeah, elaborate a little bit more. <laughs> you think I'm doing wrong with how I look, with what, I, what I believe in, how I do things? By, like, not being a Christian? Yeah. Man, to be I think you're a pretty cool guy, man. I, pretty, I feel like you're a pretty smart guy. You're pretty, uh, pretty wise. You make, make me laugh at work and stuff, man. You're a pretty smart guy, man. But if we're basing this on the Bible, and I believe, like, the Bible is God's word, it's infallible and errant. Basically, like, it's without error and without failure because it's God's word, and God is perfect, right? And so in God's word, he says, for people who continue in sin, they will go to a place called hell. And so my desire is that no one that I come in contact with will go to hell without them first hearing the gospel. And so, like, the last 15 minutes, that's what I was sharing with you. Remember, I talked to you about how, like, God, he wouldn't send sinners to hell without giving them a second chance or some kind of escape. And this escape I'm telling you now is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, like, there is no other name under heaven among whom we must be saved. And all you have to do today is to simply put your faith in Jesus. So, like, all your past sins, present sins, future sins, all you have to do is simply put your faith in Jesus. God will give you his good works. Because, men, you can't be good. We've been sinners since birth, right? right? We lie, we steal, we commit adultery. Not because we became a sinner. Not, like, basically, like, we wasn't, like, good. We lied and became sinners. We were sinners at birth. That's why we sin. So the Bible says we're all born rejecting God. But, like, the moment you hear this message, it commands you to repent of all your, like, your wrongdoings in the past. You just trust Jesus. Yeah. But would you say you trusted in Jesus, though? Like, in a saving relationship? Yeah. I got you, man. I got you, man. That's good, man. So you're, now you're a Christian? I don't call myself a Christian because I do this. What would you call it, though? Just doing what I'm supposed to do, man. As a Christian. <laughs> so think about this, man. I'm like, I told you, like, you know, some people say, like, oh, he's a, he a super Christian. He's a real Christian. And then some people, he a fake Christian. But, like, biblically, like, you're only one type of Christian. You're just a Christian. So, like, if you believe what I just said, that means you're saved and that means you're a Christian. But, like, I know, like, now, like, it's Christianity kind of been mocked. Like, you know, you could be a pastor in the pulpit preaching the same message and, like, sleep with five different girls. It makes sense. Yeah. And so, like, from that angle, I understand why you probably wouldn't want to be a Christian. But I'm not telling you, like, trust the religion. I'm saying trust the person. Makes sense. Yeah, man, makes sense. I mean, yourself, who you are, trust your inside. Trust nah, your... boy, I'm talking about Jesus. Uh, talking about... <laughs> nah, yeah. trust Jesus. Don't trust people. Don't trust, like, the religion you've grown up, like, accustomed to hearing. Not you, but, like, in general. Just simply trust in Jesus. He says that he's the way, 
the truth, and the life. No one can get to heaven except through Jesus. And where I told you, the heaven is not a place, it's a person, it's God. Wherever God is, that's where heaven is. Makes sense? Yeah. And so, you got any last words, man? I appreciate you, man, for your time, for coming on this podcast episode. I appreciate episode. you having me. You yeah. uh, did a pretty good job of enlightening me on some things. All right. I appreciate that. Do you think I should probably put my, drop my cash up name after this episode? <laughs> you still Probably, man. You got any last words that you want to kind of mention to the people? Uh, we got 10, 10, 10 minutes of free time, so. I just like them to, whenever they get the chance to listen to my podcast, in the Lone Wolf podcast, the way you spell Lone is L-O-N-E, and Wolf, W-O-L-L, then The at the front. <laughs> what episode would you recommend first for them to go check out? Huh? I said, what episode would you recommend first for them to go check out? Each and every one of them is pretty good, you know. Probably the last episode I was doing about police brutality and things like that probably would be the best one because, you know, when I talk, I don't shit and code nothing on that podcast, man. Yeah. I bet, man. I bet. It's, it's 100% no holes barred. I got you, man. Would you ever come back on another episode? Yeah, I'd love to come back on another Hey! We in that time. Yeah. Maybe we make another episode in the future, but um, I definitely appreciate the time. Listen to me. My little 15, 20-minute spill. I know you like politics and elections, so I have to ease you on in there and not mess with you, man. But I definitely appreciate you, man. I appreciate you having me. Hey, no problem, man. Like always, my cash-up name is P-A-Y-M-E-1515.